0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday night, Raw just went off the air and you are tuning out Modern Family right now and you are listening to us because this is the Raw Wrap Up Show. I am not Mike Sork, I'm not sure if you've picked up on that, I know you're used to seeing his lovely visage, but it's me Mad Mike and I am joined by the lovely voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, we'll get to that later. Amen to please, Amen. How are you tonight? Besides the obvious, uh, to sum it up, it would probably be angry, but not for the reasons you may
1: think. But um, no, I'm ready to talk about Raw, I guess.
0: Because <laughs> oh boy, uh. yeah. Uh. Okay, uh, before we get to the reason Amen is angry, um, Amen, what stood out to you on this Raw? Um,
1: there was some good wrestling on raw tonight. Uh, I think some of the standouts is definitely be the John Cena open challenge with Neville. Mm-hmm. Probably. I, I think it reveled, uh, rivaled, I should say, uh, Zane's match last week. Uh, and I think if they do it right, they have a good story going of the fact that Neville pretty much almost beat Cena. Uh,
0: okay. and it just looked like no one died. So that's good.
1: <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Um, But, uh, no, if they use that and and they take it places, that could be really good. Um, I also really enjoyed Cesaro Big E. I thought that was a really great match as well. Um, There was some good stuff around the show. It was another kind of hit and miss Raw. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I I like the two matches that you said. Um, I know I'm probably the only person that's excited for this, at least based on the Hangout. I'm the only person excited. I love that we're getting... Macho Mandel and Axelmania Mania. I love that. I think that is tremendous because it, it makes me think that they still want to do things with Damian Sandow.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, I think I think the whole hims doing Macho Mando is a complete regression of what his promo a couple of weeks ago set out to do, which was say, I don't need any of this. I can be my own person. I don't have to live in anyone else's shadow, and he's living in someone else's shadow again. Um, but I—I uh, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't have got it. Probably wouldn't have gotten over as well. But I would have preferred when they did the, the first meeting with Axel, him basically convincing Axel eventually that you don't need this Hulkamania ripoff thing, you know. But hey, you know, it's fine.
0: I, I mean, I think it's gonna be fun. It'll be a nice thing. Hopefully, they call themselves like the Nega Powers or something like that. And I hope, I hope they win a match at,
1: at one point in time by Damian Mizdow, or Mizdow, uh uh doing the elbow drop on on Curtis Axel and restarting his heart. Because um, oh. that happened once. Uh, but no, um, no, I, I think it'll, I'm ex- I think it'll be good in in the long run. Gives the Ascension something, I guess. That's
0: true. Um, so uh, Kane, Kane was again, a focus tonight and Triple H came back and basically said that if Seth Rollins doesn't walk out with the belt, then Kane might not be useful to the authority anymore.
1: Right.
0: Um, I mean, does this sound like a lock for Rollins to win then or
1: not necessarily, Um, I I do think it's a lock for Rollins to win for many other reasons, but uh, I I think that it it provides an an interesting plot point. I would have loved it for them to do this plot point like a couple weeks before uh, because it would have allowed Kane to sort of, you know, realize that he has to work with with Seth Rollins. It would have developed that whole thing a bit more, I guess. But, you know, hey, what can you do? I'm just very worried about Payback because, in my opinion, Seth Rollins versus Randy Orton in a cage has potential to be really good. And then the match happened and it was full of a lot of chicanery and a lot of focus was put on Kane. And not to his fault, but it just, I think, ruined what could have been just a good match between Seth Rollins and Randy Orton. Um, I'm worried it's going to do the same thing for the Fatal Way, And I hope that's not the case.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I, I pretty much agree with you on that. But, hey, you know what? At least we get all three members of the Shield in one match. We do. We do. I'm excited. Hopefully Ambrose gets a good showing in
1: that match. I don't think he will be winning, but uh, hopefully he does get a good showing.
0: Um, All right. Now, now the sad news from raw. Yes. Oh, Daniel, Daniel, Bryan.
1: Uh, Again,
0: like, is he just going to have a different color flannel shirt for when he's dropping different championships? It's, it's literally so unfortunate.
1: Um, I, I, it's so hard because this, this is literally, I, I said it before the announcement was even made, like, it was, this is literally like a repeat of what we had last year when he dropped the e title mm-hmm. and said that he may, you know, there's a chance he could never wrestle again. Uh, and we basically got the same thing. And that is not a sign that things may get better for Daniel Bryan. Um, Here's hoping that if he does, if this is the last time we've gotten to see of him, that he'll recuperate and or, or just, you know, not have to deal with, you know, horrible, serious injuries anymore. Um, I do think it is unfortunate that if this is the end of Daniel Bryan, he didn't really get a big final run. Um, it almost makes me wish he did kind of retire last time because at least he went out as WWE champion and, and kind of had that you know, there was there was a... Finale, you know, like he never lost the belts, you know. It, it, like he had um, to get a send-off. Yeah, kind of. Um, but, yeah, um, he was hoping for the best, but it does not sound great right about now.
0: Yeah, um, I, I kind of got a sinking feeling when they announced that we were going to have Sheamus versus Ziggler and Barrett versus Neville. That I'm like, oh, wait, Brian's coming back, but they've already booked... Any of the guys he might have gone up against.
1: That's true, yeah. yeah.
0: Um but uh so Brian relinquished the Intercontinental Title, which dovetails, I guess, nicely into the other thing they announced. Um Amon, I'm just gonna let you go for a little bit on this. Um <laughs> WWE announced so, uh, that, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they announced that uh, hey guys, uh you know, you know, we, we don't give you enough pay per views. Um, let, let's let's make it 13 instead of 12 and add one more pay-per-view in the month of May. Also, it's the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Also, it's in Corpus Christi, Texas, where I'm currently at right now. Also, it's May 31st, which is the same day as Pro Wrestling's in their blood, too, which will be in Austin, Texas that day. So, um, hey, Vince, uh, I, I know you're watching. I, I, <laughs> I know you're, you're clearly watching. Uh, you clearly pay attention. Um, Thanks, buddy. You're awesome. <laughs> in know, in, all, in all honesty, uh, we did get a lot of tweets uh, saying that they were going to the Inspire Pro Wrestling Show instead, which is nice. Um, yeah, this is very weird to me. Like, like going past my hatred for uh, this announcement. Um, they, the The pay per view is like 20 days from now, so less than less than three weeks uh which will be less than two weeks after or two weeks after uh uh payback what are they gonna do like is you know it it seems so haphazard and just like we're just putting the thing out there also it's the elimination chamber like if your gimmick matches couldn't be oversaturated enough like we don't even you know we're just gonna announce it three weeks before the thing out. It, it's really frustrating um uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what they do. I get what it, I get the whole point is like, Hey, build, you know, networks, subscribers. Or, um, I don't know. I, I think making not just gimmick content, like gimmick sh- shows like eliminate an elimination chamber pay-per-view, but just giving them stuff that's important that they want to see, like just feud and feud big feud things or stuff like that that they have to watch the network for. Um, well, would be better, also, I think
0: um, they did mention that this is going to be network exclusive pay per view.
1: Yeah, which this is isn't the first a, time they've this, done that. this. Won't be on any. Yeah, this won't be on any pay per view providers or anything like that. So, do you yeah. think it's going to be a full three hour show? I'm not. I'd have to look and invest in it because actually, right before they made the announcement, they were airing the commercials for that for the WWE live event that was going to be happening in Corpus Christi on mm-hmm. May thirty first. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah it's I don't know I, I think that I think it has a, a potential to be my thing is what matches do you put in to fill those three hours I think it would be, make more sense to make it a two hour show um, I
0: wouldn't be surprised if it's a one hour special like the King of the Ring was
1: it very much could be because like um, you can have be.
0: you can have an elimination chamber for the vacant IC title yeah, title. yeah and then have like um like, another random match, like, before the Chamber. Like, you could have New Day versus Biggie uh, uh, versus um, Cesaro and Kid again. Cesaro and Kid,
1: yeah. I, I could see that happening. Um, like I said, I don't really know. And, and keep in mind, the King of the Ring thing was filmed after uh, – or, or after, right before they filmed SmackDown for that week.
0: Yeah, it was filmed um, when they usually film main event, so – right.
1: I, I so now that this is on a Sunday and and it's just a live event, uh, I, I think there's a, a chance it could be three hours. Um, like I said, I, I just feel like they're, if they're going to do this, it needs to be something special and not just, "Hey, we have a gimmick; let's mm-hmm. use that gimmick." You know, it's it's kind of, it's frustrating on many levels. Let's just say that yeah. it's it's frustrating on many levels. And I'm sure um, we'll
0: get into this more tomorrow night on the Mayhem show proper because if this is a successful model, this could eliminate WWE being on pay-per-view altogether. That's true. Um,
1: I, I, I really do not hope that they add more like pay-per-view events because we talk about oversaturation a lot. Um, among the amount of just television shows that they have right now, to to write now they also got to write an extra couple pay-per-views like that's kind of frustrating I, I would not be happy if i was a writer in wwe right about now okay I mean, hey.
0: could you imagine if like around the middle of october they say hey guess what network exclusive war games yeah i could totally see it could totally see it the authority versus the anti-authority or or john cena versus nxt you know i could <laughs> yeah. <can> see something <laughs> All like that Oh, that'd be man.
1: perfect that'd be that'd be really special but no uh
0: and then that just
1: com- also i mean combine that with the takeover specials that they're doing like mm-hmm. you yeah, know there's a, and, and, there's a takeover special on the 20th right yeah and and there's rumor to be more like usually they have about four they had like four in in the last year i did, there's rumored to be much more coming so mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of content i'll, I'll say that
0: much but yeah, yeah. all right uh well as we get ready to wrap this up here, was there anything else that really stuck out for you on Raw? Um,
1: that's a good question. Um, there was some cool, like, small stuff. Uh, uh, primetime Players got some time, which was cool. Um, you know, th- there's a lot of people on the show, and, mm-hmm. and I think hopefully they find spots for them and stuff like that. Uh, oh, great to see the Wyatt family kind of getting back together.
0: Yeah, I so was like, I was going to mention that. Yeah, Harper and Rowan. Uh,
1: Eric Rowan literally like the, that little match he had with Fandango. Like he looked so much fresher, and he had such an intensity to him. Like it's weird how how you know such a derailment like can just halt everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: There was like, a lot of tender, intensity. I mean. to, there was a lot of intensity tonight between like Rowan, Kane's match with Roman Reigns, yeah. and and even uh, Tamina. Tamina yeah, showed a yeah. lot of fire out there for her first match back where she just basically kicked Brie Bell's head off, which was fun. okay. Yeah, I'm I'm glad she didn't use the splash. I'm okay with that. If she just does it like a Simone splash.
1: It would kick. be the head.
0: <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Uh, well, where can the people on the internet find you, Eamon?
1: They can find me uh, on twitter.com backslash Eamon2please. The two is the number two. Aiming to please on Twitter. Uh you can also follow Inspire Pro Wrestling at Inspire Pro Res. And, and get more updates about another show on May 31st that you may want to check out that has people like Ricochet and Joey Ryan and Candice Lurie, whatever. Um but yeah, that's where you can find me.
0: Alright, and you can find me at madmike four eighty three on the Twitter machines, and we will both be on the Sorgatron cavalcade of shows tomorrow night. Starting around 6, I'm going to be on. I'm going to be talking about movies with my buddies Malengo, Sorg, and Ashley on the Rambling Movie Minute. Then you got Awesome Cast at 7 p.m., roughly, uh, where Sorgatron and his merry band of men and women talk tech. Then you have Boss Battle, brought to you by the lovely people at Insert Coin to begin. And then you have the Wrestling Mayhem Show proper, where we will talk about all things perhaps even a little tna because they did something pretty horrible this week and then Eamon rounds us off with a nice little dessert a nice little sousant of indie wrestling as Eamon and sorg host the indie mayhem show and Eamon, do you know who the guest is tomorrow yet uh,
1: guest for this week will be a, a pittsburgh wrestler uh, by the name of darren de niro and and you can tell more about him uh, on this week's indie mayhem show
0: Excellent, and rumor has it there might be a Bobby F. J. Town in the Indie Mayhem show.
1: There is a, a rumor. Just, oh. just a little rumor that's floating around. That, that, Michelin, rumor. that Bobber may be on, but yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, well, that wraps it up for, uh, for us this week on the Raw Wrap-Up. So, um, yeah, we will see you next week. Eamon, hit the button.